0: positive, positive, positive. It was my first day of 10th grade, and I was not going to be nervous. I was going to think deliriously happy, positive thoughts. I was going to skip down the familiar halls of Peach State High School with a bounce in my steel-toed step and a self-confident smirk on my face, because this was going to be the year that Lance Hightower finally— proclaimed his undying love for me. It just had to be. I wasn't going to beat myself up about the fact that I had been trying and failing to make out with that boy since middle school, nor was I going to focus on the fact that I still had zero breasts at the age of 15. No, I was going to fantasize about all the wildly spontaneous, highly public ways Lance might choose to propose, After all, I'd just learned, thanks to my dad's unhealthy obsession with watching CNN, that it was totally legal for teenagers to get married in Georgia as long as they had written permission from one of their parents. That wouldn't be a problem for me, seeing as how I'd perfected my mom's signature by the age of 12. I was feeling pretty damn good because I knew I'd picked out the perfect back-to-school outfit. My trademark black combat boots and wingtip eyeliner were firmly in place. I was rocking some kick-ass black spiderweb fishnets under my favorite pair of too-short-for-school cut-off jeans. My gray midriff t-shirt boasted the logo of an indie band. I was absolutely certain no one had heard of... And my arms were practically pinned to my sides with the weight of a thousand metal, beaded, and leather bracelets. Also, I'd started smoking over the summer, for real this time. And my shorter, edgier, more angled haircut got tons of compliments, even from Lance. Which was the whole point. Of course, all my positivity went to shit as soon as I made it to the church parking lot for a smoke between classes. It was no secret at Peach State High School that if you wanted to do something bad, all you had to do was walk out past the rust buckets in the student parking lot, step over a guardrail, and clear the tree line. That was it. On the other side, you would find yourself in a magical wooded wonderland called... The Church Parking Lot. A place where kids could escape the oppression of our overcrowded, underfunded public learning institution to laugh, smoke, and be merry if only for seven minutes at a time. The church was a long-abandoned, one-room chapel that was in the process of being reclaimed by the forest, and its parking lot was nothing more than a patch of gravel. But to a band of misfit teenagers, it was heaven. Or so I'd heard. I'd never actually ventured out to the church parking lot during school hours before, but this was my year— I just knew that on the other side of those woods, I'd find my people. Artsy, quirky, free spirits who shared my appreciation for alternative rock, avant-garde art, and experimental photography. The group that would embrace me with open arms, invite me to sit with them at lunch and host raging keggers like the ones I saw on TV. Instead, what I found was the most intimidating group of human beings I'd ever seen in one place. Fuck me. Those kids were cool with a capital C and 27 O's. They had multicolored hair. They had piercings. They had expertly painted red lips that I could never pull off with my red-headed complexion. And the accessories. More chokers and studded belts than you could shake a flannel shirt at. One girl was even wearing denim overalls with the legs cut off and one shoulder strap undone. I wasn't punk rock. I was punky fucking Brewster. At least my combat boots were vintage and my eyeliner was flawless. That I knew for sure. I'd been perfecting that goddamn cat eye since the age of 10. As long as I kept my grades up, my hippie parents never really gave a shit about how much makeup I wore and what I dressed like or how many F-bombs I dropped at the dinner table. And by dinner table, I mean my TV tray in the living room. So I stood on the periphery and tried not to stare, clinging to both my camel light and the hope that someone would at least admire my eyeliner art. I watched the guys all squeezing and kneading and nuzzling their girlfriends— and I watched their girlfriend's giant boobs bounce with every giggle. I bet they have sex, I thought. Every one of them.